Hello and welcome to The Point. It is absolutely fantastic that you are here, that you're watching or listening wherever you are. If you're driving down the road, if you're in the supermarket, if you're at work and you pull up YouTube and you've got it on your computer and you're listening, whatever, whatever form that you're absorbing this in today, you are in for one heck of a treat. And it is exciting to be a part of your journey moving forward. So if you started new behaviors on January 1st as a New Year's resolution, if you're doing this and you've also been listening to me, you know that if we're working in habits and if we're working in behaviors, and that's what we're trying to change, and if you're not addressing the values and the identity of who you are, that those don't have as much of a chance to succeed. And it's never too late to begin attaching things to your identity and to, to move forward in a much more sustained way. So today you're gonna learn very clearly how to sustain some tricks that'll help you sustain the efforts you've put forward so far towards growth. And if you happen to have dropped off in intensity or not hit a few, a few days of a new behavior, it's not too late to just pick it right back up and start and keep going. And what you're going to learn today is going to absolutely drive results for, for, for you in maintaining the effort and sustaining the change that you're looking to sustain because you are on the edge of creating a habit. If you can create a habit, you can also automate the behavior into something else. And that's something that is, that you're going to learn as well. So what are the three key elements that are important to this topic today? You know, I'm, I'm tempted to share a story with you, and I, I think I will, but before we go there, let's keep this focused on, on what is most important to you in regards to ensuring that the efforts you've put out so far continue to drive results in your life and that you keep being able to move forward. Now, I took notes to help keep it so that I stay on track today for you and um, that I just keep keep the consistency. So. You've been here, if you've been here watching, you know that there's this value of looking at your highest level goal, right? There's a value in having the highest level goal you can possibly have so that you can focus on the lowest level behavior. And that lowest level behavior becomes a demonstration to yourself that you love yourself. So it's a demonstration of self-love. We, You know that we call them demonstrating self-love instead of loving yourself because on, on a, what happens on a day that you're not feeling that way? What happens on a day that you're not as, as lifted and upbeat about how you feel about yourself? Maybe you're down on yourself one day or whatever the circumstance. The idea is, is to be able to continue the behavior as a demonstration a demonstration has an opportunity to then become something more regular because you can, we can demonstrate, you can demonstrate something to yourself every day, whether you're feeling that way or not, just based on making a decision and a commitment to continue. So you know that if you've been listening for a while, if you haven't been listening for a while, you just got to learn that. 
So we're basing everything that we're talking about right now on that first. As you're demonstrating self-love, you're also going to intensify your gratitude for the ability to continue. So if you're in behavior that you started at the first of the year as a, as a New Year's resolution, make sure you stop now and count your blessings. Find the gratitude that you're able to do the behaviors that you're doing, that you're capable. If it's a gym behavior, if you're going to the gym, be grateful that you're able to go to the gym, that there's an environment where you can train. If you're doing something at home using body weight or weights or anything, be grateful for your ability to move your body. Be grateful for the ability to, to perform the training movements that you have, or, or if you call it exercise, exercise. Just absolutely breathe into and feel the gratitude. If you're feeling sore or stiff in that environment, be grateful for all of the things that are happening in the, in the chemistry of your body that cause that soreness which is part of the restoration process of using your muscles and your joints and then letting them rest. And as they rest, they get stronger and rebuild themselves in a healthy manner. You can spend time in gratitude, feeling and experiencing what it will feel like when you're in the condition that's ideal to you that you're looking to be in. What will the new challenges or problems be? It might be a problem that you're climbing a new mountain that you've never climbed before, and it's hard to do. Feel that challenge. Feel that challenge of climbing that mountain that you weren't previously able to climb. Or feel the challenge of playing in the flag football game or riding your bicycle with, with, a, with your kids or grandkids or friends. Maybe you're now able to mountain bike or skateboard for anything. If you're... I was working with a client recently, and one of their biggest goals was to, to, to gain flexibility and freedom in their hands, in the movement of their hands, so that they could do minute tactile movements to be creative. Whatever your goal is, is your goal, and that is beautiful. Own it. Hold it sacred and be grateful for your ability to move forward towards that goal, that you have the freedom. If food, clothing, shelter, your base foundation of needs are, are being met, just absorb that gratitude. And in our, as, as you know, in our gratitude lists, uh, let's move beyond taking the three things we're grateful for every day. Let's look for ways to express gratitude towards others in our daily lives. Express things we feel grateful for with others and make it both a morning and a nighttime experience of feeling grateful for something that we know is on its way because of the behaviors we're performing today. So those are some key ways to use gratitude in that expression of moving forward and in keeping the gains that you've been making so far so that you can sustain them and continue. So you're going to have three clear ways to demonstrate love to yourself as we go through this today. From there, you're going to have a clear understanding of how to manage your thoughts. You're going to have a, a trigger system for how to manage your thoughts anytime you walk into any situation. And you're going to have a way to intensify your gratitude, which we kind of covered already. So let's start here on and all of these things, to be clear. All of these things are 
absolute ways to sustain the efforts that you've been putting forward to turn the behaviors into habits and then stick around and you will also learn how to take, make those habits automations, things that you just naturally do that are beyond habits. A habit, we can, habits can change, come and go. But things that we automate, the way we wake up in the morning and may, if we make coffee first thing or if we take a shower, whatever we do first thing becomes, we just do all the time. You probably get out of bed the same way every day. Very rarely is, does it change. And you don't even think about how you do that. That's an automation. We'll turn some of these habits into automations where they become so natural and regular that you can guarantee that that higher arching goal that you've been reaching for can be met without you having to worry about it all the time. Staying high level in your goals will keep you in fantasy land, not in the living in the moment and enjoying and embracing every moment for what it is. So we just want to have those higher arching goals. We want to have the po biggest possible goal we can think of for ourselves. Again, drill it all the way back down to the smallest behavior and use that behavior to know it's going to get us where, get us what we're meant to be, meant to do, want to do, want to be, want for others, want to give. And everything else gets filled in in the middle by us staying in the moment, living in the moment in those behaviors that become automations. And we start visualizing, feeling the presence of these things. And before you know it, you're farther than you ever thought you could be. So today, right now, we're going to dig right into the clear ways to demonstrate love to yourself. Okay. Number one, listen to yourself. Pay attention to your thoughts and your feelings. I was doing a Clifton Strengths recap with somebody today. And the inclination was to say, uh, there was the, the, the person I was working with was saying, I am not happy with my results. I'm not happy with the domains that I'm so isolated into one domain. And I'm not happy with the achiever that being so close to the top and like these things that I'm really working on something different in my life. And those are things I've always been great at, but that's not where I'm wanting to be anymore. And a huge caution was made. So a huge caution was made. I stepped back and I said, okay, let's first start. And we went through the typical process that we do in that training scenario. But one of the points that was made just as an encouragement, and this has to do with loving yourself, not so much Clifton strikes, was keep, keep that sacred space for the initial response to have been less than you wanted. That's authentic and true, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no reason that you would need to, or maybe even want to, deny that and try and replace it with something else because it's your authentic response. That doesn't mean you want to stay in your authentic response of not liking it or, or, or not thinking it works for you or whatever. There's still something to learn but we can move forward and learn and still love ourselves by not letting go of what our initial response was. And then we can learn that initial response can be a baseline for where we grow from. So acknowledge how you're really thinking and feeling. Now, it's really important 
when that's acknowledged to then look at why. Now in Clifton Strike's language, it was very, it was simple to say, hey, let's not attach the results of, of this particular assessment to your personality unless you choose to. So you could choose to attach that to your personality should you, should, is, if that's what you want. But you don't, you're at freedom of choice. The assessment and the results of the assessment don't speak, the science of it doesn't speak necessarily to your personality. It, is, it speaks to your ways of being as you move forward trying to achieve something. And when you're getting something done, here's how you move forward to get those done. And it's done in a way where it, the language of these results are given to you in a way that says perhaps because of your strengths, you may find that you do, you know, and so, but it's up to you to own, oh no, this is what I do. That still doesn't mean it's who you are. It might be a way of being that you're demonstrating, but what happens when you're using one of your strengths as your go-to way of moving forward and it's not benefiting you or the world around you? But you can love yourself and you can give yourself that freedom and if you don't like your result, you can say, okay, so I don't, that result's not me. It's not my personality. And I'm trying to move away from that. Well, how can that best part of you be geared for what you really want? So give yourself the freedom to have any experience you want with anything that you learn. And if there's an event, in this case, it was somebody having their, reading their results for the first time of an assessment. In your most innocent response, just just hold on to that. Just you don't have to do anything with it. Just keep it as information, so that you're not denying that innocent response. Emotions are messages. Some people think emotions are how we live our lives, how we make decisions, and how we do other things. And I, I'm, that's not entirely incorrect. But the truth is is that if you feel something, that feeling is delivering you some form of message that you can learn from. So that could lean towards a decision. But if you're making decisions only based on how you're feeling, then it can be really rocky and we can, be in, we can experience inconsistencies. And one of the most important things that we want to drive, that if we want to have a really good internal response to things that are going on in and around us. And if we want to have sustained new, new sustained behaviors towards change, consistency is one of those greatest keys. So there's, there's some key elements there right there that will help you demonstrate love to yourself. The tendency you may have is to say, okay, my, I don't like these results. Well, let me just tuck that away and not I don't need to listen to that. What I need to do is I need to embrace it as if I do. Wrong answer. Like, no, not if you're demonstrating love to yourself. There's a difference. Demonstrating love to yourself, it's, oh no, I don't like these results. Well, let me still give myself the freedom to learn about them and gain wisdom. So now when I say results, what if they're just results with things that you're getting with life? What if you have people in your family that are or that people that you know that are upset for some reason based on something you've done. Well, then the result you're getting is something different than what you'd like. Your response, your initial reaction to those results 
or your authentic response. Hold that authentic response. And loving yourself more is growing a closer, intimate relationship to what you're really experiencing when you first experience something. And that can be really beneficial to listen and learn from as if it's delivering you a message. So number two, manage your thoughts. It's commonly easy to stop and listen to the thoughts we have that don't resonate well with others. It's easy to see five colors and notice the ones we don't like. Ah, those colors are terrible. And it's equally as easy and simple to say, oh my gosh, I love that color. I used the analogy today that if I walked down the street and met a gang of people, if I met a group of people that were a club, a gang, a group, or, you know, that they all belong together and they were very into what they were doing and without much concern for what other people were doing or what, how other people were affected by their behavior okay, or by what they were doing. I could sit there and maybe they're playing their music really loud and hog in the street playing some, you know, stickball or, you know, whether they're throwing the ball back and forth or something else. And, and people are trying to drive by. I could be, I could notice that, well, they're kind of blocking the street. It's hard for people to move. It's creating congestion. Ah, oh, they're playing their music so loud. I don't like that music or whatever. Maybe I do like the music. Here's the thought. Here's the key. Notice something. Find something that you like. Maybe you like the music. Maybe you notice how well they're all working together, that they're all really connected and, and gelled and they're loyal to each other and they're obviously moving in a group and their communication is solid and there's something there that they're doing that really fits. If you could do that in with your groups or a group of people you had or at work or at home, you would be better off. Notice what is working that you do resonate with before you notice anything else. Because coming from that angle, you will get farther. The more things you notice that you like and you resonate with, you will find more things that you notice and you'll notice more things that you like and that you resonate with. Whatever you focus on will build. So if you're in the midst of new behaviors and you're noticing things that you don't like, take a breath and start finding something that you do like. I, somebody I know started a New Year's resolution that they were going to begin to date. And she's a friend of um, my daughter's. She was gonna begin dating. So she made a resolution to put herself out there on dating sites. And she started getting pictures of things she didn't want to get. And she gave up quickly. She said, I'm not doing it. No, what happened was she gave up on a particular site and said, I'm not going to use that site anymore. However, she wasn't having any success for about another week or a week and a half with any of the results that she was getting. And she kept attracting people that she didn't really want to talk to. Like all of the, whether she was attracting or not, her profile was attracting. However you look at that, she was getting results 
of people that she didn't really want to talk to. And I noticed that she was really focused and talking a lot about the photos that she had been getting that she didn't want and telling that story. That she seemed to just be on that, like, oh my gosh, you know, I kept getting these pictures. I didn't want them. And it was so, it was offensive and gross and terrible and blah, 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 blah. And we said, let's just stop and find out something that you do like, and let's start focusing on what you do like. Let's put those aside. If you don't like it, don't focus on it. Get rid of it. You don't like it, be done with it. Move on. And that's what happened. And within a day or two, I want to say it was a day, I'd have to validate that. She was getting different results. Now, I don't know where she's at now. It's too soon to tell. But I know she's had enough results to at least have some conversations that work that are much better than what she was before, all she did was change what she was focused on in the results she was getting. And that started to allow space for that. And we can philosophically talk about what may have happened there and all day long, but we don't necessarily need to. What's beautiful about that is take the lesson of it to focus on what you, things you do like that you do resonate with, and those things will continue to grow. Now there's always my favorite one of my favorite stand, standbys if you're looking to maintain something positive and keep your creativity open and your positivity open about anything you're doing. And that's every time your left foot hits the ground, say the word yes. And my, my friend Fazaro will tell you, you know, we've tested this for years, walking into the Veterans Administration hospitals, walking into other environments that we think might not be so so wonderful, that we're expecting some form of challenge to, if you are walking into any environment where you think there might be a challenge or it might be stressful or intense, if you use your left, if every time your left foot hits the ground and you say the word yes, you will have a different experience. Can't personally guarantee it, but I can tell you it works all the time and everyone that's done it that gives me feedback gives positive feedback that, wow, they're amazed how well that works. So that's another tip or trick you can do to increase your ability to Love yourself and to manage your thoughts. But it works for that particular thing works for both things. You literally, there's science behind it. Uh, DM me if you want a yes card. We have a yes card that kind of describes it. I can send you the link to Daryl's site where it has, where he, um, or you can look him up, Daryl Fazzaro, um, where he describes the science and the scientist who he originally heard it from of how that works in our physiology that opens up the right side of the brain and keeps us moving and thinking more creatively and more positively towards a positive result. So the last thing that we talked about already was intensifying gratitude and really intensifying gratitude. And I've covered this a lot, but there's, can we, I don't believe we can ever speak about gratitude enough. The feeling and expression of gratitude has the ability to put our bodies in a state of healing. Our cells have a natural ability to reproduce. If we're doing cold water therapies, if we're doing breathing techniques, uh, healthy holotropic breath work that allows the oxygen to move to our joints and our and any area that might need more blood and more oxygen to it uh, for healing, we can truly be put ourselves, our bodies in a state of self-healing and intensify the level of self-healing with some of these techniques. And gratitude is at the heart of the most intensifying expression that allows our physical selves to be, get into a healing state. 
it's true that if you're in a room and there's any type of, of positioning going on, the person with the strongest emotional frame always wins. If you're trying, if you're ever trying to prove the existence of good and evil, this is a great way to do it is take the standpoint of love or gratitude and hold that in your heart, in your mind, in your being, if you're ever in a situation and that will be proven as the strongest emotional frame. If you're able to hold it, regardless of what other people think. A few weeks ago, if you were listening, you got to hear this idea of looking at your behavior in a vacuum absent of any reason for your behavior. Don't worry about why I did this. Don't worry about why I was, maybe I got grumpy. Well, stop worrying about why you got grumpy and why you got irritable and took it out on some people. And just think about, was that behavior acceptable to me and my way of being of who I choose to be in the world? without any excuses of how to behave that way. That's the most powerful way to look in the mirror and do self-evaluation and decide, is this who I choose to be? Use gratitude at that level of intensity and it is an entire game changer. Now, I tend to get a lot of comments and questions on this of and if you have them, instant, you know, uh, DM me and, and, and let's dig deeper into it. Because some people think gratitude is a very easy, simple, aloof thing just to feel and sense and move on. And it's just kind of a way of being. It's no big deal. But I promise you, it is absolutely the number one best way to put your bodies and your minds into a, into a state of healing and health and, well, and wellness. So if you are looking at continuing forward, like we started this whole episode with, if you're, if you're trying to move forward with these new behaviors to anchor something new in your life, then you're Seth. We're a little over halfway through. We're in the third week of January. <clears throat> Congratulations to those of you that are hanging in there and still performing your, your New Year's resolutions. Now's the time to turn up the volume you're feeling anything other than positive and enthusiastic and excited about still moving forward, just keep going. Maybe minimize your effort just a little bit. In our next episode, you're going to learn a little bit about how to pick the, if you're struggling or how to stay consistent by using the smallest possible movement that you can guarantee you'll do all the time that you will do every day so that you can always hit a minimum as a foundation because then you can always grow from there. Or go, you'll, you'll be learning a little bit about that as we dig into a couple of other topics about just kind of rounding this off and moving into February with continued change. Start talking about how we're going to really anchor our bigger picture goals for 2024. So love and peace, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of The Point with me, Jeff Spikes. The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing 
from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com for everything you would need to know to engage with me offline. And lastly, thank you for your time, your attention, and your consideration. This is The Point.